Welcome back to episode number 64 of the MP Dude. This is Jeff the MP Dude giving nurse practitioners a voice. That's all of our voices. So keep those comments and questions coming to me, guys. It's been a great last couple days. I've been seeing a lot of shares of the show. I'm still only in the low 800s on the likes on Facebook, and I really want to hit that thousand mark. So keep sharing the show, guys. Keep telling your friends. Keep uh, spreading the word about what we're doing here. This is a uh, uh, one guy's opinion about things that affect all of us, and uh, and so it just gives gives an opportunity for discussion. So what I'm trying to do, some of you new people, if you haven't listened to my intro and and go back and listen, that was uh, 63 shows ago. Go back to zero zero one, listen to my intro, find out a little bit about who I am and what I'm trying to do, and. Um, but the the short answer is here, I, I've got a background as an attorney, an engineer, and I'm now working as a family nurse practitioner. I'm a new family nurse practitioner, um, and, um, and I'm located in North, Northeast Ohio. But, but the big deal here is that what I'm trying to do with this podcast, it's a free show. It's just for us to just kind of collaborate with each other, not have to use outside sources, come up with answers and uh, good questions and things I don't know about. I'm going to research and I'm going to figure it out. And so one, one of them that came up today, uh, actually last night I saw posted on the Ohio Facebook page for uh, nurse practitioners, and it was a great question. You guys asked this question. I'm going to post it back and just tell you guys that's there. Is all about telemedicine and telehealth and what, whether you can do that in Ohio if it's permitted. And so, and I'm like, I don't even know. I've never looked into it. I haven't thought about doing telehealth. It really wasn't on the radar for me to do, so it hasn't come up yet. But it might be. It might be something good to get into. I don't know. So I, I said, well, let me let me research this one and get back to you guys and find out what I can find out. So I did. I spent a little time last night. This is after going to a birthday party. So please keep in mind, I had a couple beers <laughs> when I was reading it, and I haven't reread it, but I, I kind of got the gist of what I was looking for. So if somebody finds different information, information or finds that I blew it, I'm okay with that. Tell me the, tell me what you think. Now, this one can go to everybody in every state because the process of figuring out whether telehealth is allowed or permitted in your state for nurse practitioners is going to be the same process no matter where you are. So if you're interested in telehealth or telemedicine, same thing, they're synonyms, you can you can use this information as a good guideline and then just, just do the little bit of legwork to figure it out in your state. So can you do it in Ohio? I don't think so. And I'll tell you why. This The Board of Nursing, if you go to the Board of Nursing's website, doesn't matter what state it is, and go into the search bar, type telemedicine or telehealth and do both. It, it, two different searches and see what they've said about this in their in their the board of nursing. Well, the first thing that's going to come up is um, any information that they have, and it may come up with their your administrative code, uh, which is their regulations that the board of nursing uses to to um, implement the rules that the state has deemed appropriate for your practice. And it may or may not say that you're allowed to do it right there. That That's a good place to go. Well, in Ohio, when you do that search, it comes up with four answers, right? It gives you four results. None of them are good. <laughs> None of them say that you can do it. So I went right straight to our Ohio Administrative Code, and I searched telemedicine, and I searched telehealth. And our Nurse Practice Act is completely silent on it. So it doesn't say that you can or cannot do it in our Nurse Practice Act. But that's the problem, is it doesn't say you can, it doesn't say you can't. 
what can you do? What <clears throat> what is required in Ohio for you to practice as a nurse practitioner and actually give a medicine to somebody? It's the same thing we've already talked about. If you've listened to this show before, it requires that you have to have a um, an open chart on that patient. Well, that's not a big deal if it's telehealth, right? You can have an active chart. That's They're a patient of the practice, quote-unquote. Two, you have to have a physical assessment of that person. Well, that's pretty hard to do with telehealth. And so that was the thing that w when I looked through the Board of Nursing's information, they were discussing it in one of their meetings about how they were going to address it. And this was back in, I want to say it was May of 2016. So it was about a year ago. It was in 2016. I'm not sure. I can't remember exactly the date. I was just trying to see how old or how long ago they were talking about this to see if maybe this has been discussed and put to bed. If it was, you know, two years ago, then it was discussed and either they didn't do anything with it or they have an answer somewhere and I can't find it. But it was in 2016. So my bet is that it's still on their radar for discussion, but they got more important things to do like House Bill 216 and getting the implementation of that stuff and the new implementation of the new, um, uh, license renewal procedure so I think telehealth is way on their back burner so I just don't think that you're allowed to do it because of not having the ability to physically assess the patient now the definition of physical assessment is going to be where the fight is right so it are you able to physically assess somebody by looking at it through Skype I, I think some people could say yes yes you could you know but but you're not able to get a pulse you're not able to get you know, temperatures, you're not able, you know, you'd have to take these person's word for it. And is that accurate enough? I don't know. I mean, when somebody comes in with a yeast infection, I don't have to physically inspect. If they say they've got these symptoms, it's all their, it's all their word. I, I don't have a problem giving them a Difoclan pill for that, right? So that, that, that's where the fuzziness comes in. And so there's no hardened set line in the sand that says this is or isn't telehealth and it is or isn't a physical assessment that requires um, that is required per, per the Ohio Administrative Code out there in Ohio. Now, what does this have to do with other states? It's the same argument over and over and over again, is what is going to be considered to be physical assessment. And if your state has a rule that says that you have to physically assess the patient, then you have to do it. You can't get around it. So how do, is telehealth good enough? Some states that have rural, I'm guessing like Nebraska and South Dakota and, and maybe Iowa and Kansas, they probably are pretty lenient saying, yeah, telehealth is a good way for us to get very rural people to dial in through Skype and say, you know, I got this boil on my arm. Can, can I get some Keflex or some, some you know, Bactrim for it? And, and that way, it's getting access and people aren't going to the emergency rooms. So, uh, do I think it's a good idea? Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I think we should be able to do it. But do I think Ohio is there yet? I, I don't think they are. And, and now, here's the other side of it. The thing that does come up with telemedicine is in the physician's scope of practice. It's under the administrative code for physician's practice similar to the the nursing um, nurse practice act the physicians have one too for them and it says it's okay you can do telehealth because in in physician land in Ohio there's no requirement for them to physically put their hands on the patient for them to be able to to call in a medicine form and that's because if if the hospital calls your practice and one of your patients is admitted they want to be able to call in and give orders to get things started and start medications without them having to be there to physically assess them until the next day if it's night shift or whatever. 
So they get they get leeway. They get granted that leeway with with not having to physically put their hands on somebody. So can you do telehealth with that? Yeah, because that whole physical assessment component's gone. So it makes it easy with that situation. It makes it difficult for us because of the way the the law is written. Other states may not have that. Probably don't. So can you do it in other states? Very possibly telehealth is a good way to go. And it's very, very permissible in other states, but not yet in Ohio. Not that I'm seeing. Would I do it in Ohio? I wouldn't right now. Not in the climate that the, the Ohio Board of Nursing, they're, they're too backed up with other things. You start doing weird stuff and making them mad. I, I just, I don't think I would push those limits yet. Not until there's definitive. I just don't trust them. Now, one of the other headaches that can come in is, how do you know that the other person is in the state that you're, that you're, uh, working with so right now we have a license in Ohio if you're only licensed in Ohio then you have to make sure that that patient truly is in Ohio when you're you're doing your assessment so how do you do that look at their phone number well mobile phone number they could be in Kansas and or South Carolina or Florida on vacation and Skype with you and say I've got this 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 ailment and I no longer live in Ohio, but I, I really like Jeff and I trust him. I'm just going to telehealth with him and I'm going to be in Florida and, and I'm just not going to tell him that I've moved and I still have my 330 area code, which is what it is here in most of this part of the state. Are you practicing outside of the scope of your practice because you don't have a Florida license if they live in Florida now? Yeah, you kind of are. So how, how do you guarantee that that happens? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you could put it in a contract with them that they're gonna they're going to be resident of Ohio, and if if they move outside of the state, they are no longer a patient, and they can't do that. Well, how do you guarantee that? The state of Florida wouldn't care if they breached a contract. They care that you are practicing outside of the scope, or with or without a license properly. That's what they care about. They could care less about your deal with your client. So that's another pitfall I see as an issue. Now, some states have this thing. In Ohio, we don't have it. So I didn't even know it existed until I actually graduated and started listen, listen, looking on these Facebook posts and seeing people talking about these compact states. And so what's a compact state? They have a compact with, with each other where they all basically recognize each other's license, but you still got to get a license in the other state. It just, it's, a, it's a fast track way that if you have a license in one compact state and you're applying to another compact state, that it's really a quick process and you can get your license pretty quickly. You still have to pay for it and you still have to have that license in the other state, but it's just much, much easier. So the question is begged, why, are, why don't we have all these, you know, everybody in a compact? across the country and it's because we have oppressive states like Ohio that say no we want to be more oppressive than what the compact agreement maybe allows and and um, we don't want your willy-nilliness of one other state which you know I don't know I don't know any states that's willy-nilly with their with their license but say New Mexico I know for example is a is a non-collaborative state so there's free there's uh, full practice authority there and I don't know what their regulations are. They may be very, very close to practice as what a physician would be allowed. And the, and the requirements for them to get their license in that state may be slightly less than what it is in, in Ohio. And I've been, I've been alerted to some states that don't require certification for you to get your license. New York, I heard, is that way. I don't know if that's true, but I've heard that's true. Um, what was the one I looked up? On Facebook, somebody said, I, I, don't, I don't need it. I can't remember what state it was. And I looked at a form. 
Um, I can't remember, but it was, it was another state. And it was like, I'm like, I can't believe they don't require a certification. Ohio does. So maybe that's why, because Ohio says, you know, I, I need proof of your certification, uh, which is AANP or ANCC that you've been, you know, you've passed the state test or a standardized test for your organization. And, and, and now we, we, uh, require that and well, some states don't, so that threshold is different. So I think that's why Ohio isn't a compact state, to be honest with you. And I don't know what the compact state requirements are. I haven't even looked them up. Maybe I'll do that for another show and I'm not going to look them up today cause I'm, I'm getting ready to go work. But, um, so I, I, in short, can you do it in Ohio? I don't think so. Um, would I do it now in the climate we're at? No, I wouldn't yet. Um, would I make sure that my, I had some mechanism in place to guarantee as much as possible that my patient was not outside of the state? As and, and Now, I think if they're on vacation in South Carolina and they call you, then that's a different story because they're, what's the word, domiciled, right, is the legal word. They have their, their domiciliary of, of Ohio. I think that meets the threshold for that. But the problem is, is that if they move and don't tell you, and then they just say, you know, I, don't, I haven't found a practitioner down here in Florida yet, and I really liked Jeff, and Jeff did, you know, did good care for me, I don't like to think, anyways, whatever. But it, it can become an, air, an area that you, you're really putting yourself at risk. And I'm not sure I would be willing to step out on that limb, to be honest with you. I think there has to be something else in place for it. You know, some kind of guarantee that they're in that place. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. Show me, a, show me, Skype me your mailbox or something. I don't know. <laughs> With your house number on, there's no way to guarantee that, right? So what do you do for that one? What do you guys, if there's anybody doing telemedicine or telehealth out there, I want to hear what your process is that you can guarantee or limit your liability of practicing outside of your scope of authority in another state on accident. Somebody tell me. But you Ohio people, I think you're, you're kind of screwed right now. There's nothing on the books that talks about it that's, that's official. So go take a look through the search tool on, OA, on uh, Ohio Board of Nursing's website and just, just type in telehealth, and you'll get like four hits. And there's oh, birds are attacking me. <laughs> I'm getting attacked. I'm on my front porch, and birds are flying at me. So um, keep those comments and questions coming, guys. We're only at 14 minutes. This is going to be a really quick show. It's just a one-topic one show. I'm... I'm like I said, I, I apologize. I know I haven't put much out in the last couple of days, but um, this one I thought was important, and it was a neat one, and it was new, and so I was like, oh, I'll, I'll take the, the half hour to get things published and, and do it, because it is important, and I want you guys to be able to listen to it. So if you found this valuable, guys, on Ohio, when I post this back, listen to my other shows. There's a lot of stuff on there that I, I talk about, a lot of contract, a lot of insurance stuff. I talk a lot of, uh, um, I've got a lot of business experience, so just like how to handle business situations, negotiations, things like that. Um, so give it a try. Give it a listen. If you guys think it's valuable, like the show on Facebook, share the show with your friends, and uh, you can catch me on iTunes as well. I'm also on Twitter. If you're a tweeter, you want to go listen uh, and, or at least get alerted to my shows, you can follow me on Twitter, it's at the NP dude. You can also get me on Instagram, which I have no idea what that is. So somebody tell me. No one's telling me what Instagram does, so I'm, I'm not doing anything with them. Just letting it float. But um, keep sharing the show, guys. Appreciate it. We'll talk soon.